0: You're listening to Nick Luck Daily. This edition is brought to you by FitStairs, by the Racehorse Owners Association, and by Thoroughbred Racing Commentary's Global Rankings.
1: Good evening, hello, my name's Charlotte Greenway. Thank you very much for listening to episode 55 of the Saturday edition of the Nick Luck Daily podcast. It's Friday the 7th of October. There's something for everyone this weekend as the National Hunt season officially began at Chepstow today and their jump season to open a meeting continues into tomorrow, while we'll also have day two of the Future Champions Festival at Newmarket to look forward to for the flat fans. We'll have a look at both meetings shortly, but first, a look back on the main news stories from this week. Monday's episode was spent reflecting on the wonderful win of Alpinista in Sunday's arc for Sir Mark Prescott, Kirsten Rousing, and Luke Morris. Second to Alpinista was Vardeni, ridden by Christoph Sumyon in the silks of His Highness the Aga Khan. Although we learned this week that the Aga Khan will not be renewing his retainer with Sumyon for 2023 following the incident at saint cloud last Friday. And here's what his stud manager, George Rumeau, had to say. Uh,
2: the statement is short, simple, to the point. Uh, it follows the decision uh, that came out of a discussion we've had with the team, and uh, which was to not renew uh, the contract for Christophe next year. And uh, because he's stopping, he's, he's being uh, he can't ride for the next two months, then it's stopping now. And, uh, but we, we are also saying that he's able to ride our horses based on what the trainers want to do. If they wish to have him on a horse, they can use him on a horse, but it's not under contract.
0: The interesting news today is that you've made a decision about Verdani and next year. So talk me through the, the discussions that you've had and, and what conclusion you came to.
2: Well, we, we felt uh, he has been unlucky in the uh, Irish champion and not unlucky, but he was beaten in the arc uh, in, in a very uh, deep ground and, uh, and uh, you were, I don't know if you were there, probably not, but the, the weather was just awful. And uh, we felt he needed to get another chance at it. So uh, he answered all the questions, he can stay Uh, and he doesn't mind the ground. So we felt it was uh, the right thing to do is to give him another chance next
1: year. Tattersall's hosted their premier yearling sale this week in Newmarket Book 1, where prices have soared and records have fallen. There's no sign of a cost-of-living crisis here, with 16 lots making a million guineas or more and Sheikh Mohammed's total spend amounted to over 25 million during the three days. The top lot was knocked down to Sheikh Mohammed's Godolphin for 2.8 million guineas as he stood beside Anthony Stroud and Charlie Appleby. This was a Frankel colt out of so Dark, consigned by Watership Down Stud, and so Nick put a call in to Stud Manager Simon Marsh just after the sale to see how he was feeling.
3: Well, I'm, I'm obviously a great sense of relief that he's um, he's got through the ring and to um, Sheikh Mohammed and will be trained. I would assume by Charlie Appleby, which is which is wonderful, um, and the fact we have so much of the family, it's it's great that he's he's gone to a really really good home. Shane Muhammad's had actually a lot of success with the family. He he bought Rewilding many years ago from us, and um, obviously he stands Two Don Hot at, at Dalham, um, which we own in partnership
0: with him. You you've had the progeny of the the very best European stallions. Through your hands over the last few decades, Sadler's Wells, Galileo, Frankel, Dubawi, see the stars. Uh, is there is there a characteristic you can you can readily ascribe to the horses that you've had by Frankel, to the youngsters by Frankel that you've had?
3: Well, I think I think the, in what you say. I mean, the interesting thing has been that um, we've we've had a lot of Dubawis, um and we've got all these um, fillies by Dubawi, full sisters, semi-darn. Larty Dan, Dalectable, you etc. And obviously Tudan Hot himself is a full brother to them. Um, and where it has really been very futurist is that it seems that mating Dubawi mares to Frankel is a exceptional cross. And um, it's already produced three Group 1 winners and I think it's at the moment producing something like 20% stakes winners to um, to to um uh, racehorses. So um that is, is incredibly futuritous in the ma- in as much as we've got uh, these lovely um dabawi fillies and mares. Um as characteristics go I think there's an awful lot of character coming from both sides but the the, the Dorara Dharemi side of the family is very is very dominant um and but this, but this particular cult um, looked exactly like um, Frankel. I mean, he was a kind of Frankel clone. Um, and let's just hope that he can be um, probably not as good as him because I don't think I'll ever see one better than him, but um, be able to perform to um, what everybody hopes he will.
1: Now looking ahead to the action this weekend, we'll start with Newmarket and the Group 1 Dewhurst Stakes over seven furlongs for two-year-olds. Sadly, the favourite earlier in the week, Sakir, won't be lining up after scoping dirty. And so that's left the two Judmont Colts, Nostrum and Chaldean, heading the betting. So Tom Stanley spoke to racing manager Barry Mann and put it to him that it's very sporting of them to run two of their best two-year-olds against one another.
4: Yeah, look, it's very exciting for us to have two colts of the calibre of these two, and uh, it's very sporting of the family to let us run the two of them. You um, know, they're two exciting horses. Obviously, Charlene has a bit more experience, and uh, he won very nicely the last day in, in Doncaster. Um,
2: I'd say he's improved; he had improved plenty from York. so hopefully he might have improved again, which Andrew thinks he has. Um, and he is an exciting colt. As for Nostrum little bit less, ex- uh,
4: less experience uh, obviously he was meant to go to Doncaster for the Flying Scotsman um, and the race was postponed uh, so he missed that and you know it's not a long time since his last run but he's a, he's a high class coach and I think uh, Sir Michael feels he has plenty of ability and the experience of the race will do him good whether he's mature enough uh, to win it we're not sure but the experience of it will do him good
5: and uh, you know with, re- with regard to Either of them stepping up in distance this year were, were that ever to be on the agenda. Obviously, you're choosing to run them both over over seven. But are these similar types in the in the sense of uh, of what sort of distance they might get? Do you think, or do they differ in that way? No, I think they're they're,
4: they're similar. I think
2: both of them are, are Uh Ultimately, they'll be milers as.
5: Um, Chaldean being uh, a son of Frankel sire of the moment, isn't he? Sire of the moment, yeah, Sorry, the moment, he's, I, I'm at Paris on sales this week, and uh, we've all seen the, the exploits of the
4: Frankel progeny. they're selling hmm. for millions of pounds, and, uh, you know, he's, He's killing
5: it on the racetrack, and he's the that everyone is talking about. It, everyone wants him. Mm, he really is. Um Just finally on, on the two, of them, I don't know whether you know how, how set in stone plans would be. But do you estimate this would be the last time we see both of the colts this year, or does that really depend on on what happens? And any any plans in mind for either of them?
4: No plans in mind, though. I. Be 99% certain this will both be both calls last run in order to qualify and I think we will we'll put them right after Saturday, and uh, hopefully they'll be you know up to starting off in the Guineas trial come the spring.
1: A little bit earlier on in the card over a furlong further, Carl Burke will be hoping his Royal Ascot winning two-year-old Holloway boy can get back to winning ways in the Group 3 Autumn Stakes, having finished second behind Nostrum last time. Carl's horses seem to be in good form as one of his fillies was only just touched off in the fillies' Mile at Newmarket this afternoon and he seems pretty confident of a big run. He comes down for Saturday and um, he's, he's come out, he's stepped forward from that last run at Newmarket. We were definitely just a little bit back behind the black ball um, with him going into that last race. You know, our horses, we had two or three weeks of
5: dirty noses and dirty scopes. So that's why he missed the champagne. And we only just got him there. He had a real good blow after after his last run. Not saying for a minute we would have beaten Sir Michael's horse, but, um, you know, I think we're better than that therefore. OK. Uh, and stepping up to a mile again, got to be a plus? Yeah, I think so. Danny's adamant. Uh, Danny Tudor, who's ridden him, he doesn't ride him Saturday, he's, he's retained on to Road Clipper and he has to go to York so Cliff, Cliff will ride him on Saturday. Um, Danny's adamant that um, he'll be better over the mile and I'd agree
1: with it. Finally, Harry Skelton joined Nick on this morning's show to preview his rides at Chepstow and although Harry's mount was well beaten in the Persian War novices hurdle this afternoon having gone off favourite, Harry and his brother Dan will be looking to make amends tomorrow with two runners and discuss both their chances
4: you know this is sort of like the start of the winter jump season if you like Um, albeit not on really winter ground so a little bit tricky Um, we've just got a few runners there at Chepstow um, and all of them hopefully will appreciate that nice ground you know so um, it's decent ground and um, hopefully the horses will enjoy that uh, you,
0: we'll talk about the runners today and tomorrow in a moment, but I, I just wanted to ask you, But we, we saw a fixture abandoned at Huntingdon earlier in the week with some with sort of slippery surface and Clark of the Course was a bit worried for, for other tracks. You were riding at Warwick yesterday. Was it OK there? Are you, are you confident that the, the tracks are coping all right?
4: Yeah, I am. Um, you know, it's certainly um, a very challenging job being a Clark of the Course, you know. Um, you're really against it one time. One thing you can't fight against is the weather. Um was just a bit unlucky with what happened really he sort of got plenty of water on it and was it was just on the quicker side of good i felt but just that real drying wind on the day just left just left it very greasy on top and the, the track is in fantastic condition with a lovely covering of grass but almost too good if that if that makes sense um you know it's like it was like a lawn um, and then just got a bit slippy on the top so um it was his decision to you know to stop um which is you know a very brave decision from a clerk of the course but it was the right one
0: uh, was it one that you, you would you have happy to uh, happily gone on
4: um i i rode in the first race my filly did just slip a little bit on the bend uh, but i i was comfortable to go on um you know i think you know we're all professionals out there and Ride accordingly, um, but it was a, a decision that was made by the clerk. And of course, and, you know, he, he, you know, as everyone, safety is paramount, and the horses and the jockeys are out there, you know, riding. So um, he felt that um, the decision was that you know he didn't want to carry on with the racing. <laughs> so, some,
0: so, so it was a very brave decision of him. Yeah. The right one. Well, sometimes you need somebody else to look after you. You can't be trusted to look after yourself.
4: Of course, you know as jockeys. To be honest, we're all a bit, we're all
0: a bit stupid, I suppose, aren't we? So, um, nah, you, now you now you said that it's early in the season for that kind of chat. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. We're, we'd always carry on, <laughs> so you know, Roderick called it, and that was
0: that. Um, just looking at one or two of the runners, Prashima is carrying a big weight in the in the silver trophy, but he's a good horse. Uh, is he good enough to to give the weight away?
4: he is a good horse I think he'd go very very well uh, look it's never easy you know carrying that weight against maybe some potentially well handicapped ones but I think off his mark he, he will run very well
0: and too too friendly is, a, is in that sort of in-betweeny season um, how hopeful are you that, that it can be a productive one
4: yeah, I, I think he is real good running. Uh, Fred Winter, uh, he's in good form at home. This can be a difficult year for them four-year-olds. They get sort of two chances now to take on their own age group before, um, you know, before they have to go against the older horses with no allowance. So uh, that's here in, here in Cheltenham. So two friendly. We've always had in mind that we'll take him here. Uh, he's in good form at home. Been going well.
0: Uh, Which horse gets your blood pumping? It's October. Which horse has got you most excited for the season?
4: It's really hard to pick out one. Um, Obviously, we did a lot of schooling. Um, You know, it's hard to just go and put your finger on one. But one thing I will say I think we've got a very good bunch of fillies um, coming through. Um, You know, with the GVB and um bonuses and the the, the program for them fillies now
0: um I, I do think we've got a very good strong team of fillies uh, of all ages of all
4: yeah of all ages novices and um older, older mares yeah um look what molly ollie's done she just keeps on progressing she's gone right to the top really nearly in, in those mares races so like get a tonic wouldn't be far behind her now it was a very good run at warwick um behind Nikki's horse. As a novice, um, you'd like to hope she's just improving a bit more and she'd be right at the top table. Uh, West Balbo is going nicely. Um, Katira, um, Miss T, her mare that's unraced, one um, a point a point. Um, I'm lucky, it. I'm lucky boy. I'm excited.
1: <laughs> it's great to have the jump season back, and I can't wait to see some of the last season's stars starting to reappear over the next few weeks. Thank you once again for listening. Enjoy the weekend, and Nick will be back with you on Monday. Goodbye.
0: You've been listening to Nick Luck Daily, brought to you in association with FitzDares, the Racehorse Owners Association, and Thoroughbred Racing Commentary.